Oh, yeah. You know what time it is. That's right. It's time for the Eddie and Webby podcast. Yo, I'm going to bust out some theme song action for you. Check it out. The Eddie and Webby show is the place to be. They're talking about beer and pickleball and technology. So if you didn't know, now you know. Because it's time for the Eddie and Webby show. On today's episode, Eddie and Webby rank the Police Academy movies. This is the Eddie and Webby podcast. Oh, wow. Yeah, that definitely sounds like a very strange thing you saw. But to be honest, I've seen stranger things. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Oh, hey, how's it going? This is Webby, not Eddie. And I'm Eddie, and this is our 62nd podcast. Oh, yeah. Episode number 62. And man, oh, man, this is going to be a jam-packed and fun evening. Do you want to know why, Eddie? Why, Webby? Well... Not only do we have two amazing guests joining us, but we'll be debuting the thrilling conclusion to my training session with Daniel J. Howard. We'll have an all-new installment of Pros Asking Pros Questions, and we'll be doing a live drawing to determine the winner of this Eddie and Webby pickleball paddle. How epic is that? Man, I'm excited. This is going to be incredible. Episode number 62. We are live, folks. We're live on Facebook. We're live on YouTube. And we're live on Twitch. And this show is meant to be interactive. So throughout the evening, if you would like to ask questions for the amazing guests we're going to have, or you want to interact with us, make sure to go ahead and throw that in the chat. And uh, well, maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll show it on the screen. You never know. You never know. Yeah, you never. You really never know. You never know. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Also... After this, depending on how long it goes, we're likely going to do a dinking around with Eddie and Webby. So go ahead and stay tuned for after that. It's kind of like the show after the show. It's a lot of fun, right, Webby? That's correct. It's super fun. So uh, definitely tune in and you, maybe you can even be on the show with us. Ooh, that's, that's interesting. That's interesting for very, sure. Very interesting. <laughs> yes. Uh, we have two guests tonight, which we're very excited to be able to bring you. But before we get into that... Webby, what's going on in Twitter? Oh, man. The world of Twitter has just been crazy. It has been blowing up like crazy. Uh, let me just pull up a few random Twitter comments here. Here's one from K. D. Perry. You guys did a great job live streaming at the Florida Grand Slam tournament. How did the Eddie versus Webby match go? And how badly did Ben Johns beat Webby at ping pong? <laughs> Uh, well, thank you for the, the comment about the live streaming. Um, when it comes to the match against Ben Johns, actually, it, uh, it didn't happen. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. And the reason why is we could not find a ping pong table. Apparently, the city of Bonita Springs, Florida, does not have a ping pong table. <laughs> so, nowhere, nowhere in the whole city do they have one. Trust me, I tried. I, fi- I tried. I asked everybody, and they don't even, I feel like they don't even know what ping pong is in Bonita Springs. So that didn't happen, unfortunately. Um, and as far as the Eddie versus Webby match, well, uh, you're just going to have to stay tuned to the Eddie and Webby YouTube channel because we have not revealed who won that match. And uh, <laughs> ignore the background 
of Eddie there. Uh, you might see the championship belt and the paddle, but you can ignore that because that's actually an old background. And can you show them why, Eddie? Can you show them what I'm talking about? Eddie's in front of a green screen, and that's a, uh, a fake background. So you cannot trust that. So don't trust that background. That does not mean anything. So just stay tuned to the YouTube channel, and then you'll find out that's right. how that went. So, <laughs> But moving right along, let's go to another comment here on Twitter. Here's one from OJ Sampson Knight. How is it possible that a couple fools like Eddie and Webby have over a thousand subscribers on YouTube now? If that's not a sign the world is ending, I don't know what is. Oh, jeez. It's come on. It's kind of mean, but appreciate all feedback. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that kind of hurts a little bit, but oh <laughs> well. Anyways, let's do one more comment here on Twitter. Here's one from Henry Dinkler. Congrats on reaching the 1,000 YouTube subscribers milestone. I really hope I win the Eddie and Webby paddle. Well, nice. Thank you very much, Henry, and uh, good luck on winning the paddle. That's right. Thank you very much, Henry. Great comments, as always. Thank you, Webby, for that. Yeah, great comments. Keep them coming, everybody. And uh, I'd say one more thing before we get to our special guests. Uh, what are you drinking tonight, Eddie? Oh, that's a good question. Our friends at Fort Myers Brewing Company just came out with their line of hard seltzers in a can called Spiked. And so I'm enjoying their orange flavor right now. And I might be enjoying a different flavor here in just a little bit. Oh, well, very nice. Everybody knows how much Eddie loves his hard seltzers. So That's that right. sounds like a, a perfect option for you. Tonight, I will be drinking something from Right, ba right Brain Brewery <laughs> here in Michigan. And this is one of my favorites. It's called CEO Stout. Mm, delicious. Love this beer. Yeah, I've had that a yeah, few times. I love one of my one. faves. So yeah, I'll be sipping on that tonight and uh, going to enjoy it quite a bit. Nice. But I say we get to our guests. What do you think? I think we should. Yeah, I think people are fed up and had <laughs> enough of the two of us. I think it's time to get to what everybody really wants to see. Yep. And uh, man, this is going to be an awesome night. We are joined by two very special guests who are both extremely talented and successful competitors in the world of professional pickleball. They can frequently be found on the medal stand in the biggest tournaments each year, both apart from each other and as a team. In fact, they make such a great team and have such good chemistry that it extends well beyond the pickleball court. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Matt Wright and Lucy Kovalova. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey, how are good, you? Good, Eddie and Webby. Great to be here. Nice. Thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. Uh, we're super excited to chat with you both. This is, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> we agree. We're looking, we've so, been looking forward to this, so thanks for having us. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this first question is for both of you, but because I'm a true gentleman, I'm going to have Lucy answer this one first because ladies first. Um, and this is actually something I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure neither one of you have ever been asked this question before. So can you please reveal can you please reveal this to the world for the first time ever and tell us how you got into pickleball? <laughs> what, okay. what a nuanced question. Yeah, that's a great question. And actually for this one, I like to answer first because I know more details than man. So Perfect. how I started. It was basically Matt and two other friends of ours. They wanted to play a different game called something like paddle tennis. And they needed a fourth person. And they were like, oh, well, so you can come with us. You kind of don't suck that badly. So I think you can just be fine. <laughs> I was like, okay, sure. Like, I, I can be your fourth, no problem. 
so I got into rotation occasionally and then they needed the fourth more often. So I'm like, oh, okay, so I guess I'm not that bad. So we kept playing, kept playing, and then it was it was Matt and Jack, Oxler, and out and me, and usually the fourth. Chris Hack. Chris Hack. And yeah. then usually like Matt and Jack, they like figure out what pickleball is and then they studied the rules and watch YouTube videos and stuff and it was like, let's start playing pickleball. And I was like, okay, sure, whatever. I'm just happy I, I made a cut to be here. So then we start playing and then one night guys were like, let's play uh, US Open because it's going to be a great tournament. And I'm just like, sure, whatever. Like, I didn't think they're serious at all. And then they were just like, they followed up. And I was like, yeah, let's buy a flight ticket. Let's play. And we're going to play all those divisions. And I was like, I think you guys are crazy. I think <laughs> I've never even seen a female player before in my life. Like, I, I just, I can't compete. And they were like, no, we are going to be great. We are gonna, just going to, like, kill, kill, dominate the sport. I'm like, okay, whatever. So then we came to US Open, and that was our first tournament ever, and that's how we basically started. Wow. Man, so the first tournament ever was the US Open. That's pretty wild. That's, a, that's kind of a yeah. big deal. <laughs> nice. Yes, and but so we was didn't it, know because... <laughs> so what was it actually? No. Was it the pro level that you played in that first tournament, or what, what level was that tournament? So actually, we enter every division I think we could have because we just didn't know how it actually works and we didn't know what to do. So we enter, we are playing together from beginning. So we enter the 19 plus uh, mixed doubles and we actually play against Kyle Yates and Jen, Jennifer LaCour oh. in the final. Wow. In like the the furthest court possible in the corner, like court whatever, 16 or something. I don't even remember. And, and I'm sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but a little unknown fact that gets overlooked many times is in the semis of the 19 plus, we played two 4.5s. Remember this? It ended up being Joey, Frias, and Catherine Parenta, oh, wow. who <laughs> they had just come on the scene as well. Mm-hmm. But we saw it, and, and we had a good feeling that we were at least five O's. Mm-hmm. And so, but and so we see that we play these four fives in the semis. We're kind of like, oh, we got a great draw. We play some four fives. And then I'm out there warming up like you always do. And then you kind of maybe come together real quickly, you know, before the, the match starts and say, hey, you know, did you see anything with the, the person you were warming up with or, you know, that you were looking? I was like, the guy, like, he, I didn't see her hit, but he's good. Like, he's real good. I don't know. I don't see how he's a 4-5. And so we ended up beating them. And I give Joey a hard time and was like, yeah, you you guys were sandbaggers. Nice rating there. And uh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you can finish. So actually, we the first ever we played mixed together, it was against them. And we were just, we, we just knew them because Kyle was on the poster and Jen LaCour was a legend. So... Oh, Joey. <laughs> oh, Joey's chiming in. He says, actually, 4.23. <laughs> Sounds about right, Joey. <laughs> nice. So it was, our, awesome. it was our first experience. And yeah. then we were like, oh, I guess I guess we're, we we can hang. We're not that bad. And you know who else I think was in that draw was Ben. I don't know if Ben's watching. He'll have to chime in if he was. But I think he mm-hmm. played the 19 plus as well. So that ended up being a pretty loaded draw in yeah. retrospect. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. <clears throat> wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So Matt, do you have anything to yeah. add as far as like your first encounter with, with uh, pickleball? No, it's, it, it's like Lucy said, we were playing a, a uh, kind of a makeshift tennis game around here with a, a, an $8 McGregor paddle, wooden paddle from Amazon with a, oh, a yeah. deflated tennis ball. We would, we would puncture it and squeeze the air out and then we'd go and tape off lines and there were really no rules. You could charge the net and play all you want. And then I think people started to see us play and actually a, a guy we know here in town said, have you ever heard of pickleball? 
Um, and we said no. And he said, well, I have a sport court in my backyard. Um, why don't you come over and I'll show you how it works. And it really just, it went, we played, we loved it and went from there. And then we found out about the U S open and Lucy and I teamed up and then I played with Jack Oxler in the age. They had a great run too. Yeah. We, we played the age in the open. What was funny is, uh, no one, no one really knew us. Right. So they didn't know our games, our weaknesses, but when we got there, like we had seen these guys play on YouTube so much, we knew everything about them. So we kind of had the scouting report, which was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. But it was funny. You yeah. mentioned the, uh, the wooden paddle. I feel like, uh, myself and I feel like most people started that way too. Like I, I spent, I think 30 bucks for four wooden paddles. That's how I learned how to play. And then pretty much right away, as soon as an experienced player saw me play, they were like, oh man, you got to ditch that wooden paddle. You got to get rid of that thing. And I was like, what? I do awesome with this thing. Why do I need to change this something else? But I quickly learned yeah. why I should change. <laughs> but yeah. nice. That's good stuff. Um, so Matt, when you guys first got into it, I mean, did you could you tell right away that you guys were going to start like becoming professionals in this sport? Or how long did it take before you realized, you know what, like, we can we can be pros at this. Um, we, we thought we'd be competitive, uh, just by watching YouTube, we thought we'd be competitive, but you don't really know until you get out there. I mean, when you go to your first tournament, at least for us, like we had so many nerves, just what are the rules? What are the, the formalities? Like, am I going to get the scoring right? Am I going to, um, I, I mean, just all, we didn't even know what timeout is. Yeah. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't know about timeouts or anything. Right. And then, I mean, you have to understand that our very, Jack and I show up at this tournament and our first match in the, this would have been the 30 and 35 plus was Marson and Morgan because nobody knew who I was, who we were. Right. And that match was just a war right out of the gates. And uh, so, yeah, but you're so preoccupied with just, you know, trying to get through the formalities. You're not even really thinking about the, uh, the score and and how the match is progressing that much. But to, to go back to your question, we thought we'd be competitive. We just didn't know. And we certainly didn't know that this would become such an important part of our lives. We thought we might go down there, play a tournament, see how it goes. And I mean, if you would have told me four years ago, that would have been it. I would have said, yeah, that, that, that could be the case. I could see that. Nice. So Lucy, yeah. I detect a little bit of an accent when I hear you talk. Is it safe to assume that you're not originally from the United States of America? Hey, be nice. No, Kansas. I am from Western Kansas. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, <laughs> no, I was born and raised in Slovakia, so it's Central Europe, and I came here in 2011 when I was 18. So yes, a little okay. bit of accent still, working right. on it. And doing great. Uh, <clears throat> Very nice. Uh, so for anybody tuning in that might be new to this wonderful world of pickleball, can you please? confirm or deny if the two of you are a couple both on and off the court hopefully i'm not prying too far into your personal lives here <laughs> <laughs> i think the answer to that is yes on both questions <laughs> okay all right all right so there yes, you go everybody for are. anybody just yes. tuning in there's your answer because i know when we first posted that we were going to have you two on a few people asked if you guys were a couple so i just wanted to get it from the source themselves so there we go. Very nice. Yep, I continue to punch out of my weight class. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how did you guys first meet? Like, where, how did you guys first meet originally? Ha! That's a good one. <laughs> 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 so I have to tell you that story. 
So I was playing for Wichita State, and I think it was my junior or senior year. I think probably senior year. And my assistant coach, uh, she was pregnant. So Matt was somehow being a like volunteer assistant coach for for that day. And we've never like I knew who he was because he's like legend in Wichita. Everybody knows who Matt Wright is. I'm like, oh my goodness, Matt Wright is on my court. Like, wow. <laughs> kidding <laughs> now so he was on my court and i was i just split sets and i was in the third side and he was like very mean to me <laughs> told me what to do like barked orders at me and i'm like who do you think you are i wouldn't say mean i would say direct he was mean <laughs> like, he was mean like i don't like i can't even repeat what he said to me and then I was like all flustered and it's like who the thing like who he is like that's not how that's not right so the first four points were just like spray all the bones and all balls in the fence. I was just like, I'm not gonna listen to him. That's he's gonna be the reason I lost. Like this is not this is not right. <laughs> and then I started playing better and better and I won. <laughs> and of course he claims like, oh, because of me you won. I was like, no, that's not true. So yeah. that's how that was our first interaction. And then it went from there and then I graduated. So it was a couple months later. And then you were like, Hey, you, I remember you. You're not that bad. Let's go and play. So I'm like, ah, let's play. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so Matt, well, actually, I want to ask this to both of you, but I'll start with you, Matt. Um, what can we find you guys doing when you're not on the pickleball court? Mm. We watch a lot of Netflix, I'd say. Right now, we're watching Ray Donovan and we're loving it. Um, we, we are watching more shows than that. Well, yeah, we watch more shows than that, um, but yeah, we like to. Her her schedule is a little tough. With uh, she teaches tennis and pickleball as well, so her you know she can work until seven or eight in the evening sometimes, and you know by the time she's able to come over, it's eight thirty or so. So that makes it a little bit tricky. But um, on the weekends in particular, yeah, we like to watch Netflix and um, go to movies. Um, I'll try to watch her shop sometimes when she's up for it. Things like that. <laughs> Pretty, pretty, pretty simple, low-key stuff. All right. <clears throat> now, I, I understand. I think it's you, also you... difficult because, because, all, because I, my job is very physical. So when I have, like, day off, I like to do nothing or just, like, sit around. And his job, he sits at a desk. So when we have day off, he wants to go and play pickleball. So we have to find a balance, like, what to do when we have weekend off. So what, what kind of jobs do you guys have, if, if you don't mind me asking? I teach tennis at pickleball at the Wichita Country Club here in Wichita, and Matt. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm an in-house uh, business attorney for a company in Wichita. All right, very nice. Yep. So, uh, so, so I understand you both. One here. <laughs> so I understand you you both have quite a, a tennis background. Uh, can Can you each tell us a little bit about that? Like how, like when you first got into tennis, and I know Lucy, you're still teaching tennis, but Matt, do you, are you still involved in tennis at all, or do you each play for fun at all still? I played up until about a year or two ago, and then I'm not, I'm not actively playing anymore, but um, yeah, so my background is I, I started playing when I was six years old, uh, played my whole life, and uh, ended up playing at the University of Michigan, and then played professionally for two years, um, and then went to law school started doing the whole attorney thing and, and have been doing that ever since. But I was, I was still playing a lot of USTA, um, United States Tennis Association uh, events with, with good friends of mine here in the area. We would form teams and go play open events around the country. And I was doing that until 
like probably five years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four or five years ago. And then uh, pickleball came along probably at a good time because getting into my, I don't know, it, it, I was just ready for something new, right? I'd been doing tennis for 30 years. And uh, I think as anyone who knows me w- would say, I'm, I'm uh, quite competitive. And so this scratched the competitive itch and and uh, was a good fit for me. Don't shake your head over there. <laughs> no, so it's um, yeah. That's my that's my tennis background. In yours. All right. What okay, about you, Lucy? How did you get started? So I started when I was seven, and then I was playing my whole life. And in 2011, I came to US, and I did play tennis for Wichita State for four years, and um, then I started teaching tennis and also pickleball. And I'm not really competing in tennis because I never really enjoyed after my college tennis career. So I was never, no, that never interests me to be competitive in tennis again because it's, I think it's just too frustrating knowing like you played so much better before and now it just, it, it just takes so much time to, to still be really competitive and really good. So I gave up playing tennis and now I have pickleball to focus on. Nice. And if, if you ask me, pickleball is the far superior support, sport anyway, so it was a good choice I think you made. <laughs> Very good choice. Thank you, thank you. So what's going on on your end, Eddie? All right, so uh, we had another comment from Joey Farias. This isn't necessarily a question, but he wonders if we all have subtitles uh, for Lucy. I mean, jo- Joey, Joey, couldn't we ask the same question of you? I mean, to be fair. <laughs> oh. oh, that's funny. <laughs> I love it. Good stuff, Joey. As you um, can see, as you can see, it's a close knit community. At the end of the day, we're yeah. all all good friends. That, oh, yeah, yeah. And that, that's one of the things I love about pickleball for sure. Um, we got a yeah. question here from Pickleball Lynn. What do you enjoy more, mixed or same gender doubles? That question's for both of you. Matt, you have to first. Mm. Which one do I prefer more? I I, I like the. I like the men's game because just candidly, it's, it's a little more competitive from early rounds. If that makes sense, it's um, yeah, it's just a little more competitive from the early rounds. I think, I think most players would say, um, but at the end of the day, in terms of which event I like the most, I like playing mixed just because I'm, you know, because I date Lucy and who wouldn't want to be out on the court with her. So <laughs> that's an easy, that's an easy one for me. Yeah. He's so cute. <laughs> And for me, well, I definitely prefer doubles, mixed doubles, and because I play with Matt, and also women's doubles because I have a great partner, Simone. So I would take those two events over the singles. But they're any asking day. you to pick one. You have to pick between gender or mixed. Now you're on oh. the spot. <laughs> I will just take mixed because I'm on the spot. Yeah, it's a good answer. <laughs> Very right. good answer. Honest, fair. We appreciate it. <laughs> I want dinner later. So I have to have some That's right. Um, got a question here from somebody by the name of Ben Johns. I don't. Have you guys ever heard of him? Ooh. Um, no. No. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. I've heard of. I've heard of Colin. Yeah, I've heard of Colin. Uh, yeah. He's on my team, but I don't know who that yeah. Ben is. Yeah. Ben says, Matt, talk about our preferred <laughs> pregame routine and how important it is to our success. Uh, ben and I eat donuts. We get a dozen donuts and eat them throughout the day. That's that's the routine. Yeah, ice donuts and the heavier the better. 
Yeah. And you feel like professional athletes, right? Professional there. athletes that we are. It gives athletes. us that edge. It gives us that sugar boost. Yep. I love it. And, and I, can't I feel like I can do it because if I if I get a little if I get a little weighted down or just, you know, I I, I hit a sugar crash, then I know he can play singles on the doubles court. So I mean, what do I have to lose? <laughs> That's a good point. So, so is that yeah. true? Like I can't tell. Are you, are you joking or is that legit? No, that's legit. You need to come to the next tournament. Wow. And you'll see it. Yeah, but we'll share with others. We sh- we share the donuts sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I'm gonna I'm yep. gonna make sure I come by and grab a donut next time I see you guys out there in the court. So we will gladly give you one or many. All right. <clears throat> uh, one more question here. This is from the one and only Stephanie Lane, and Stephanie says, Ooh. "How have you enjoyed the transition from tennis to pickleball?" Do you find the social aspect is a real draw? Why do you think that is? And what else do you love about the crazy sport? And by the way, we love having you as two of the top players. So multi-questions here. I'll let you answer first. You don't don't want to answer first? We can share. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we really enjoyed transition from tennis to pickleball because I think it was more fun for us. It was like more low-key, less stress, and really enjoy the social aspect too because we, we can have we can have friends friends game, we can have competitive games. So I think it's everybody can play the game. So I think that's, that's what draws people to the game, to the sport. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you how many tournaments we've gone to where you'll compete against each other mm-hmm. the whole day. And as you know, the matches get very competitive. They get fiery, um, all of that. But we'll all go out for dinner, um, you know, when it's all over and you'll, I think there are several of us that are in pretty regular contact by text and, and you get to, you know, you just, you spend a lot of quality time with these people too. And it seems like there's a healthy uh, mix of on-court competitiveness and off-court friendships. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there, there seems to be a very good ability throughout the sport to, to draw the, the line or the distinction there. So I think that's the thing mm-hmm. we really value about the sport. All right. Very nice. Uh, so Matt, earlier you were talking about how you played at the University of Michigan. Uh, with me being a, a Michigander myself, I was born and raised. I've spent my whole life in Michigan. How, how much time or how much of your life was spent in Michigan? Uh, for the four years I was there in college. So I went there when I was 18, uh, okay. played four years on the team and, and then left Ann Arbor and uh, then moved to Kansas City. Um, well, I went to uh, Kansas KU for law school, so I moved there and went to law school within a year after uh, graduation. Okay. Love Ann Arbor. So actually, love, love, love Ann Arbor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's only yeah. like 30 minutes from where I live. I, yeah, I, I love spending time there. Great pickleball community, too. In fact, I'm actually going to Ann Arbor tomorrow morning to play for a couple hours in a nice little well, I, tennis awesome. facility. I'm a, little, I'm a little hurt. You've never asked us to team up, so you know I'll keep holding out, holding out hope. <laughs> Maybe one day, well, uh, fingers crossed. Yeah, I say, I say, twenty twenty one is the year of Webby and Matt. What do you say? <laughs> Let's make it happen, man. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm, I'm trying hard. I'm trying yeah. to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get into the four O division right now. I'm, I'm squeaking my way in there, and uh, I, I feel, like, I feel like by this do you time, you well? should be at the pro level. I mean, I've can, you hop never, the can you hop the kitchen? If that's what it takes, I will learn. I've actually never even attempted an Ernie in my life, but if that's what it takes to, to well, team up with you, I, I will I will yeah. learn how to do an Ernie perfectly. <laughs> you've got you've got nine months to learn it. No excuses. Learn the Ernie right. on the forehand side and then let's get after it. I'm on it. I am on it. So right. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here. 
Something <laughs> to work for for sure. I've got I've got some goals. I've got some new goals to work for. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Um, so I'm actually I've I've, uh, I've been finding out a lot lately that a, a good amount of today's top pickleball pros spent time playing tennis in Michigan, either at U of M or Michigan State University. Did you ever encounter any of today's pickleball pros during your tennis days, or did you guys never really cross paths? I, um, I'm trying to think. Marson was a little older than I was, so we didn't quite overlap. He was at UCLA. Um, Simone would have been the, the women's coach. Well, no, no, no. She's too, way too young for that. Doesn't make sense. So no, maybe not. I don't know that we did. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious because I've been hearing like a, a lot more about people with a, a Michigan tennis background. So I was just curious. Um, but Lucy... You recently started playing with Simone in uh, in women's doubles pretty regularly. How did that partnership first come about? Well, we discussed it, and then uh, last year, like early last year, and then we were just like, let's pair up, let's let's try it, and then we followed up, and it's happening. So I'm I'm very happy about it. <laughs> yeah, seem, definitely seems to be working out. That's for sure. You guys have had a little yes. bit of success there. <laughs> Yeah, I love you can say that. the. Uh, I got to see both both of you play at the the Florida Grand Slam recently. That was my first time ever seeing you two play together in person. And man, those those were awesome, awesome matches to see. Great stuff. Thank you. Yeah, it was fun. It's I always enjoy being on court either with Matt or Simone. So every day you're competing and playing. It's it's a good day. Oh, for sure, absolutely. Uh, so Matt, who who are you going to be teaming up? with the most throughout 2020 as far as men's doubles goes? Uh, so I've, I'm playing with Ben and all the PPAs, and then I'm playing with Kyle for basically everything else. So I guess that would be Texas Open, Atlanta Open, uh, U.S. Open Nationals, TOC. I might be missing one or two in there, but that, that yeah, that's kind of the general breakdown. All right, those those are decent partners, I guess. I guess that's not too bad. Yeah. You're gonna have to yeah. you're gonna have to carry the team. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I can't complain. No. I'm a lucky guy. So they're, they're they're two great partners. I enjoy playing with both of them, and um, yeah, it'll be fun. And and I mean, look, I think you're seeing that the the sport's only getting stronger and stronger. You're seeing a lot of new faces, qualities increasing. So we're we're all going to be pushed pretty hard at this point. So um, it'll be fun, though. I think. Like I said, we're all competitors and, and, um, we'll do our best. Yeah. And, and Lucy committed to me in 20, 2020. Oh, okay. All right. It's a secret. <laughs> it's a secret. All right. All right. <laughs> well, actually about that, I, uh, Matt, I'm sure you're aware that, uh, I'm sure you're well aware that Lucy and Steve Deacon played very well together at the Florida Grand Slam tournament recently. Uh, in fact, there's rumors going around that Steve might replace you as Lucy's regular partner. Is there any truth to that? Or is that something I just made up <laughs> just now? <laughs> I know you'll have to ask Lucy. I, I would say, don't believe the hype, but. <laughs> well, I know Steve was a great partner and we had so much fun playing and we were, we, we, we did well because we we lost to Ben and Simone close match, two but, close matches, two close matches, but I'm not going to replace Mr. Manride as my partner for this 2020 year. Suggesting okay. 2021 okay. could be open, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. 
Well, hey, I, I need a I need a mixed partner for 2021. I, I'll be Matt's partner for men's doubles. I could be your partner for Boom. mixed. There we go. <laughs> I'm going to become an Ernie what? pro very soon. <laughs> Why not press your luck? That's pretty good. <laughs> what is your offer? What are you going to bring to the table? That's the question. <laughs> the best Ernie in the game. <laughs> well, have you ever heard That's of... good for you, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> web, web chat? Just, uh, here's a little shameless I've plug watch the uh watch the slick tricks video that was produced by eddie and webby and you'll see what i'm talking about <laughs> awesome mm. yeah you'll have to look at that and you get back to him. okay we'll right. get back to you yeah <laughs> nice so uh so lucy was the was florida grand slam was that your first time ever playing with steve before yes it's the first time ever i play with somebody else except Matt. So okay. it was weird feelings for sure, because if you have a partner for since 2016, so for four years and every tournament you play together and you know, you understand each other game and we, we are like together. So it's like I'm playing with my boyfriend. So it was different a little bit to play with Steve, but it, it was just a little different vibe. And it was, it was still great. It was just, it was both, instead of being there as a couple, it was both competitors wanted to win. So it was, it still was a great day. It's just uh, like that some little inside feeling was a little different. But I think it's, that's normal for everybody. Yeah. I think it would be. Yeah, for sure. So I actually want to switch gears a little bit here. There's a video series that Eddie and I started doing quite a while ago. Uh, in fact, way before most people even knew who Eddie and Webby were, we started doing this video series. And that is a little series of videos that we like to call Pickle Thug Life. And Matt, I'm not sure if you realize this, but the very first Pickle Thug Life video that we ever did featured you. Uh, so oh we'd, like to, we'd like to go ahead and play that clip right about now. 731 here in game two. It is getting down to the nitty gritty here. Every point from here on out is going to be extreme. Oh, they are continuing to bulldoze. <laughs> Have you ever seen That's that? That's unbelievable. I, I've not seen that. No, not at all. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, I love that shot. That's yeah, that was so the, good. Is, <laughs> is that on YouTube? It is. Yeah, we have a we have a whole series of pickle uh, plug life videos. But like, I would say like our first five or six, I don't think anybody has ever even seen because it was before like anybody even really knew who we were. And we were like, oh, this this would be awesome if we do pickle thug life videos with featuring the top pros. And uh, I feel like nobody ever really watched them, <laughs> but um, we actually haven't done one in a while. So Lucy, we I, can't let Matt be the only one that's uh, a guest <laughs> of ours tonight. I get the Pickle Thug Life treatment. So we're happy to say that we have our first new installment of Pickle Thug Life in quite a while. So Eddie, without further ado, oh. let's go ahead and debut the video right now. It is the largest day in the tournament. That's second, second year running. Largest day in terms of participation? The largest in the terms of participation uh, is 788 matches. <laughs> yes. oh, yeah. The gold medal is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, too. That's good, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's a great point. I see. So I see why Simone wanted to team up with you after all that. I mean, you dominated that, <laughs> that rally right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a good one. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Um, 
that's really good. <laughs> but so Lucy, one thing I've been wanting to talk to you about for quite a while is the experience that you had with Tyson McGuffin on the Today Show last year. That must have been quite an incredible opportunity. Oh. Like, I'd love to hear your take on that whole thing and how that all went down. Well, we were prepared, and I was super nervous because I can really handle cameras and live like videos and going live on national TV in the morning when everybody's watching. So I was like freaking out, and they told us what the anchors are going to ask us, and I was freaking out even more. And then we just we went there in the morning. They did our hair and makeup, and it just came by like so quickly. It was it seemed like we were just there like for five seconds, and then it was just over. And we were like, oh, we were so nervous, just basically for nothing. But it was I think it was great for sport. It was great opportunity for for me and Tyson and for our companies as well. And it was it was fun day in New York. That's for sure. People are so nice there. Everyone was so helpful and. The court wasn't greatest, so we we had to really be careful where we are hitting the ball, just because the ball didn't really bounce properly at all. So we had to test some balls, which ones to use in the morning, and then we figure out like, okay, the best chances we have with, I don't even remember which balls we use. So it was definitely a great day, but I couldn't even sleep that before. <laughs> I was so nervous. Was, oh. <laughs> Yeah, well, I bet. Tyson can tell you the same. I was like, Tyson, you you answer everything. Like, I don't want to even speak, but he gave me like one question to answer. So I was okay. Like, I, I can handle that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine because I mean, I feel like that was really the first true like national exposure pickleball ever got. So I mean, I can't imagine the pressure that you guys had. I know I like just doing this podcast makes me want to throw up sometimes because I'm so nervous. So I can't imagine doing like doing the Today Show in front of such an enormous crowd so yeah i mean big uh big kudos to you guys for having the guts to even do that and from what i saw it looked like it looked like you guys were pretty rushed like i feel like you probably didn't get to like spend as much time as you would have hoped you could have uh in in that is that fair to say yeah i think the whole day they have because there's such a like big production there so every second is planned like we are in court and they would be like you're going live in five seconds for 10 seconds and we have to like like hit volleys back and forth and then it's a break and then you have another we're going in four seconds you're going live for five seconds everything is so structured so then we get a heads up for like okay in 30 seconds the anchors are coming out and they just came out we just did a whole whole segment for like i don't know it was like three four minutes and then it was like okay they're out and by the time the commercial is over they are back in the studio already so everything was just really really rushed and it's really structured. Every second is planned. Yeah. So I guess they have, oh, yeah. they have to be that way just to keep it successful. But yeah, it was, it was like a like quick experience. That's for sure. Right. Oh, I, I bet. I, I thought it was great. I mean, I know, I mean, if, I don't know if you guys looked at the, the pickleball forum during that time. I mean, of course there's always going to be negative comments about it, but to me like that, that was such a huge win for the sport of pickleball. I mean, how many people that had never heard of pickleball, learned about what pickleball was just from that clip. I mean, I, I feel like it doesn't matter if you guys were able to play like a, a full match or like show the rules exactly how they're meant to be. Cause I mean, that, that stuff takes way too, too long to learn like all the specific details. So I just, I thought it was a huge win just to get the exposure. So, I mean that to me, that was, it was awesome. Definitely. Thank you. I agree. Yeah, yeah. it was fun. <clears throat> so Eddie, what's going on on your end there? we got a few questions here that I thought would be good to bring up. First one here from Cheryl Hall Wyatt. 
Wondering if you guys are coming to the Ohio, not the Ohio, coming to Ohio to play in the APP Pickleball Tournament June 4th through 7th. We we don't have current plans to be there. It's not on our schedule right now. Um, I suppose all bets are off a little bit right now with the whole coronavirus thing, and I don't know how that's going to impact schedules. Um, you know, hopefully they don't get disrupted too much, but... Uh, I guess I would say stay tuned, uh, Cheryl, but um, as of now, no plans to be there, unfortunately. All right. Fair enough. Appreciate it. Question here from Rodney Langley. Uh, What is your normal routine with playing and practicing that allows you to keep your game at the highest level, especially having a full-time career? Looks like I got cut off there, but I think he said full-time job. Sorry. Um, I, I, yeah, so I don't, um, I don't get to play as much maybe, well, I'll say as I'd like to. So when I play, I usually try to be pretty focused and just not go out there and screw around too much and say, look, if I have an hour and a half to play this week, I'm going to go out there for the hour and a half and play hard. And, um, the way I was built in tennis is I, I needed things again, going back to the competitive theme, I needed things to be competitive to, to keep my interest. So I'm not one to go out there and just dink and practice dinks and stuff like that. Like when we play, we go out and play. We, if we've got an hour and a half, we're going to go play for an hour and a half. That's, that's how we do it. And, and uh, we're going a good 90% or so. And um, I mean, it's kind of been that way for four years. I don't know yeah. that we ever practice much, to be honest with you. We just, we learn by playing. But we always play more before a tournament. So yeah. the week prior to a tournament, we always try to get every other day or at least get some practice in. Sometimes it's just two of us just go there for like half an hour or an hour just to work on some stuff, but we don't really practice as much as we would like to. Yeah. It's pretty incredible that you guys don't get to practice as much as you'd like to and yet (laughs) are as good at the game as you are. I feel like I practice five, six, seven times a week and battle my way into a 4-0 tournament but, so but but also that's not a reason <laughs> but that's also not a reason that we travel or day early before somewhere yeah for a tournament so then i can have at least like half day or whole day of a bunch of games like get grooving so then i'm ready to compete the next day all right yeah i guess that's good to know realizing that if you haven't practiced getting yourself to that place ahead of time so yeah, we, we treat the week leading up to as probably as our most, you know, that's mm-hmm. where we're working on timing and, and, uh, but yeah, yeah I, I wish I could play more. You know, I do. I love, I mean, I love playing. I love the sport. It's just, uh, you know, I guess where I, at least I am in you too, because you're on the court all the time. It's just, it's physically demanding. We're just not yeah. in a position where it, it works for us all that much. Yeah. Got one more question here from Andre Paul, and this is for Matt. Uh, whose big forehand do you respect? Whose big, well, yeah, L- Lucy can hammer that sucker. So I respect that one. Um, I think the, the, the two guys that come to mind with the biggest forehands, and I don't know if uh, Joey, Ben, if you guys are still out there, but I feel like Ben and maybe Deckel can hammer their forehand as hard or harder than anyone. Um, Joey, even you, you've got a big forehand. Those those names are coming to mind right now. Who who could I be I missing? You've got the biggest forehand on the women's side, no question. I mean, you you kill that thing. Who on the men's side? Would those be the three? I think those three would be, yeah. Yeah, be the three. those are the ones that, that I would say I um, – we call it the fear hand. I would, I would fear those the most. And I would fear his overhead. 
(laughs) (laughs) Nice. Well, thank you guys for that. That's all going on with social right now. Very nice. Thanks, everybody, for the comments. Um, But you know something, Eddie? I think people are kind of sick of hearing me ask Matt and Lucy questions. I think now would be a great time to take a little break on my end and get to the hottest new segment in all of Pickleball Podcasting and get to pros asking pros questions. What do you think? (laughs) I think that's a great idea, and I agree with you. People want to hear from your guys' friends out there, the other pros. So let's we hear it. jump into that. Uh, actually, the first question is going to be coming from our buddy, Joey Farias. Hey, guys, this is Joey Farias, Edding Webby. Thanks for having me on Pros Asking Pros Questions. Today, I get to ask uh, good friends of mine, Matt and Lucy, a question. If you could pick one song to describe your pickleball game, what would it be? Thanks, guys. Ooh, that's a, that's a tough one. Oh, that's a tough one. Ooh. Mm. Great question. <laughs> that's a tough question, Joey. You have one? Yeah. Okay. Two tickets to paradise. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm happy with my choice. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, oh, I feel like I'm failing here right now. It's got to be something from the 80s because the 80s had the it best be music. I could be a man-eater. I could be a man-eater. Oh, we're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Um, let me come back to that in a second, guys. Let me think for a minute. All right. So while you're thinking about that, we'll move on to the next question. We're, 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 you're not getting off that easy though, Matt. We, we no. Oh, I won't. I won't. Look, I yeah, wanted to get back it. to the you Police Academy it. movies earlier when I heard that. <laughs> 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 I was ready for that because it's Police Academy 3, but okay. <laughs> I, I would agree that it's Police Academy 3 is the best one as well. So. <laughs> um, all right. Well, our next question here comes from, we brought him up earlier too, and that is Steve Deacon. Hey guys, I think, you know, we all know that you spend a great deal of time uh, on the podium, but on the rare occasion that you do not, I know I want to know how you two deal with loss. Do you deal with it separately or do you analyze the matches uh, together? Um, and, And is there a little bit of this going on? It was you. No, it was you. And one last very important question. I want to know who does the laundry at home. <laughs> you want okay. to answer that one? I can start. Uh, so basically, if we don't do well together, I don't deal with that well. I am, I think I am the one who is more upset and I'm just shut down and just, yeah, I don't deal with losing well. And uh, Matt is always trying to be supportive and it's just like, okay, let's go through the backdrop. We are not, we are not out of it yet. And I think it took us a couple losses for me to realize like, okay, I can be like heartbroken over it. It's just one loss and there is a backdrop to go through. And I think it took me a couple losses to realize that. And then I think now we're dealing with better than, than we ever have. Yeah. Especially me. I'm sure Matt hates losing because he's the most competitive person I know, but I think he was always, I was the one who was just like, I couldn't even like 
like I couldn't function. He had to like come and like talk to me, and he was like so sweet. It's like it's okay, it's not. I was like because I always blame myself. Like bottom line, if we lose mixed match, it's probably realistically it's probably my fault. So which isn't true, but but that's what how I see it. So I always blame myself. So that was that was that's hard for me, but. Yeah, she yeah, and she gets down on herself, no doubt about it. And so I try to build her back up. And um, if she needs time to herself, she'll just say so and say, "I just need to walk off and be on my own for a while." Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes I do an okay job of letting her do that, and sometimes I don't. Yeah. Uh, and we each do our own laundry, laundry Steve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, and I came up with the song because I remember when Kyle and I won nationals in 2018. The song, the first song I heard when uh, when we went to the parking lot that night was NXS New Sensation because I had Sirius Radio going, the 80s station. So NXS New Sensation. I like it. I can yeah. get word. I think I think that's a a good choice. Um, you said it was gonna be the 80s, so you were right. Yeah, yeah. I, I always have the 80s going in the car. I, yeah. yeah, always. That's yeah, your, that's your area. Joey. Sorry, it took me a while to get there. I fumbled that one a little bit, but I, I came back around. Well, there actually against me. There actually was a little bit of dialogue going on here between Joey and Patrick Sullivan. Joey said, "I thought Lucy's was going to be Fun to Feel Good by Ashley." <gasps> that's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. dang it! That's that's actually a very good point. I like last couple <laughs> tournaments. Actually, last. Like I think last three tournaments, I can't stop singing that song. In last tournament in Florida, yeah. Ben was singing the song, <laughs> and I'm like, Ben, I heard you, and I'm gonna think about a song all day. Like that song is like amazing. Like I still yeah, don't know proper lyrics, yeah. but it's amazing. Yeah, it it gets stuck in your head, but in a good way. That's one of those songs where it's like you you can't you can't feel bad while listening to it. Right. Yeah, it's so definitely catchy. Time, that's for so, sure. Oh, Lucy, yeah. Lucy owns it. There's no like, doubt about it. Yeah. And then when we were playing on center court and Patrick was DJing and during last PPA and that song came out, we were just like, oh, our song is out. So. By the way, can we take a second and talk about Patrick and his DJ skills? Amazing. Yeah, I mean, that guy was breaking it down in Mesa and bringing an energy to the crowd like I've never seen. Yes. It was awesome. That was amazing. He has skills. It's impressive. He was teaching me the guitar when we were down there, too. Uh-huh. And he almost All right. Nice. What is it, Patrick? Is it? Do, do I have it right? Is it D-A-E? Let's see what he says. D-A-E over and over. I can play three chords, guys. And apparently if you can play four chords, you can play every song that's ever been written, which okay. I had no Pretty idea. Much. So Pretty much. I'm almost there. <laughs> and I don't know about you, Eddie, but like, chords, yeah. I, I got pretty excited and got some, uh, some goosebumps when watching the Mesa tournament because uh, a couple times I heard pickleball for life and the pickleball anthem playing over the speakers <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah. just a couple times <laughs> right, yeah. Patrick yeah. Was spinning our tunes too i love it oh yeah oh um, yeah actually patrick is now wondering lucy if uh Uh-oh. no yeah, yeah. <laughs> no no patrick no. now you're pressing your luck <laughs> no. i don't think you're gonna get it on live t- on the live no, stream i can't I can. <laughs> You're going to hold it against me for the rest of my life. <laughs> that could be grounds to uh, terminate the contract. That could be it. No, yeah. <laughs> That's why. Patrick uh, also responded and said, well, shucks, D, A, and E is every U2 song. See, Patrick, are you proud that I remembered the three chords? <clears throat> Can you still play them? Uh, no. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love it. Yeah. C. C is another good chord. If you yeah. learn C, that's a very easy one. You're, you're in pretty good shape with the C chord. You're pretty uh, okay. We started with D. D. I think he said D was the most difficult, maybe. So we needed yeah. to start with that one. Yeah. D D's tough yeah. to learn at first, but when you learn C, C to G is an easy transition. So that's why those two are good. But and then I was convinced I had permanent nerve damage <laughs> in my fingers for the next two weeks. And I was yeah. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I, like I was like, I'm gonna kill the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't think this is normal. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, Joey said, yeah. that's the fourth chord to know every song. Okay. C's, I think he was ah. referring to. Yeah, nice. Right. Um, well, speaking of Patrick and Ashley, they actually have a question for you guys. I'm going to go ahead and play now. Patrick and Ashley from Jigsaw Health, where it's fun to feel good. And we've got a question for Matt and Lucy. Yeah. Question is, how do you deal with this, Lucy? If let's say you're out on the court and Matt is trying to give you advice and you're also in a relationship with Matt, does that stay on the court or does sometimes, you know, does it start to annoy you? How do you deal with that? Was that pointed at me? Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) well, I think Matt needs to be careful as every guy <laughs> with the advice they gave to their like significant other or partner because it can backfire. I know you guys mean well. You guys mean well and you're trying to help, but you have to choose your words wisely, I think. And I think with years or like of experience, you learn what works, what doesn't. So if Matt asks me, are you okay? I was going to say, what's the one phrase I can't ask you? Like, why are you asking me if I'm okay? <laughs> like, don't do that. Like, are you okay? I was like, well, that's just like, I, first of all, I, sh- I am clearly not okay. <laughs> or I shouldn't be okay. Or I am playing horribly, so I'll get back to being okay. I just don't even know what it means. So that's the question not to ask. I've learned that one the hard way several times. If she would make a few mistakes in a row, I would say, is everything okay? Be okay? And I, I, I would get um, some, some choice words coming back my way. And so those, those words are, that question specifically is off limits at this point. <laughs> and we joke about it all the time. It seems so simple and harmless, right? Yeah. And but now, it's not. And now it's a running joke. So people can just like, are you okay? And I'm like, okay, ha, ha, ha. So funny now. So funny. I love it. So I, I know never to say that if I'm playing mixed doubles ever. Don't ask. Let it yeah. go. No, but I think if from whoever else, it will be fine. It's just because he's asking that question. I yeah. think that's the problem. It's not really about the questions about who is asking it. Yeah. So. All right. If, if Simone asked me the question, I would be like, why? Why do you think I'm not okay? By the hands, don't, don't look at me like that. You actually asked kind of a form of it. I went into a black hole like I can't recall in the Mesa final. We, we, we had beaten Ben and Simone the first time, and we're playing him in the gold. And I went out and just for about seven or eight minutes laid a complete egg. Like, like I was just in a – I was in outer space. I couldn't even find the court. And she, she looked at me kind of with like a giggle and was like – it was like, uh, everything all right? <laughs> like, that's a fair question. <laughs> it was like, I don't know what's going on. Like, everything okay? You need a timeout or something? 
like I, I don't know like I've never experienced it so I was just like what's happening here like that's this is new so that's great I guess now I guess now I know how he feels when he asked me that there you go <clears throat> the tables have been turned I like it yes absolutely <laughs> all right we have more questions you can't you can all right that uh, the next one is actually from the one and only Steve Dawson. This is Steve Dawson. My question for Matt and Lucy is, what are your fitness and dietary routines to stay top professionals? Mm, uh, so I do a lot of cardio. I'm still carrying probably five or 10 pounds too many, but I, I try to do a lot of cardio to keep my weight down, keep my muscles loose. I stretch now more than I used to, even when I was in college. Um, I probably didn't stretch enough when I was younger and, and got a little stiffer uh, as I got into my 30s and 40s. And um, so starting to do a little bit more strength training, um, but I not much. I mean, we're just talking more, um, really just more flexibility, cardio type exercises. In terms of diet, I don't eat much fast food, but I'm not on a strict diet by any means. I have a well, you think I'm on it? I'm not on a strict diet. No, no, no. I have a sweet tooth, to say the least. It's pretty bad, um, as evidenced by the dozen donuts. The that, donuts, uh, ben and I <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have a soft spot for sugar. There's no doubt about that, and I've had that my whole life. So uh, that's that's my biggest vice. And of course, I take my jigsaw products all the time. I'll tell you something that's made a huge different difference in my life is is taking the magnesium at night. I am sleeping better than ever. I, I mean. I'm not a very good sleeper. I, you know, I stress about work. I, I'm, I'm a worrier. And so I just, I, my sleeping habits got worse and worse uh, a while back. And this has made a huge different uh, difference. All their magnesium prime. I mean, it's, that's been a game changer for me. So I'm a thanks to uh, Patrick and well. Ashley. For, yeah. The MagSu yeah. specifically is just awesome. I take it every single night. Mm -hmm. I travel with it. You name it. I just got back from a work trip in San Francisco uh, two weeks ago, I had it with me there every night. I mean, I, I swear by it. And wait until you get a new one. Pickleball cocktail. Yeah. They did a great job with that. I'm so excited. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And about, what about me? So I usually do try to do a little cardio. I'm starting doing <clears throat> more weights than ever. So I try to do weights maybe four, five times a week. Just not nothing really crazy. But again, I'm still playing tennis and I teach pickleball, so I'm always like trying to be active or actually being on court. So that helps. And uh, the funny fact, it's I only eat breakfast and lunch mm -hmm. and Matt only eats dinner. So mm. we really enjoy our meals together. <laughs> <laughs> so we are either watching each other or we're yeah. just completely not even being part of it. Yeah. So that's yeah. fun. Yeah. Our dinner dates are non-existent. Or lunch dates. Or lunch dates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> All the right. real question for Steve is, what, what's his workout routine? How does he get those Popeye calves? There's the question. <laughs> right? Shouldn't we be asking him that one? That's right. So when you have right? him on the show, yeah, I have a, we're holding a spot for that question for him. We'll definitely ask him that for sure. Yes. Yep. I love it. Good stuff. But we have plenty more questions here coming from pros, which is awesome. Uh, here's a question from one of our favorites, Irina Tereshenko. What up, Eddie and Webby? Hi, Matt and Lucy. I have a question for Lucy. You are always dressed to impress. Can you talk about the fashion trends for 2020 professional pickleball? 
I love the background. I, I love the background. Side of that video. note: I love the stone. Like, yeah. like the owner. I don't there. know if he's the crypt keeper or the undertaker <laughs> or what, but it's awesome. <laughs> the stoner is there. The so Irina, the Irina told me uh, <laughs> hashtag the shadow is what that was. <laughs> okay. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Got it. <laughs> well played to them. Okay. <laughs> okay. So fashion trends. So a funny thing is I always like day before we play women's doubles. I'm always the one who is basically saying like, Hey, tomorrow is like, I don't know black skirt white top and usually i'm thinking like black skirt white top and arena shows up like black leggings and white long sleeve but at least we stay with the same color so that's great but last year at the u.s open it was a funny story she had i said black bottom and white top and she had black shorts with green yellow like shorts underneath them and i had exactly same matching skirt with black skirt with green light light green shorts underneath them. I was like, oh my God, what are the odds that we are going to have exactly the same bottom? So fashion trends for this year, I don't know. It's going to be whatever Simone and I decide to wear. And probably me and Matt will stay with some navy and white, black and white. Pretty much that combination. So pretty boring, but it works for us. I would say stay tuned, watch and observe. Whatever she walks yeah. out on the court with, there you go. There there, you go. There's your signal. And in singles, I'm going to be a little unpredictable, so stay tuned. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like that you're always on the top, the, the cutting edge of pickleball fashion. <laughs> I think it's fair. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying really hard. <laughs> Succeeding. Yes. Um, all right, we got another question here. And this is from our good friend, Simone Jarjim. Hey, man, Lucy. Uh, my uh, question to you guys is, uh, is your interaction on the court uh, now different uh, from when you guys were not dating? Uh, and if so, uh, how is that? Hmm. Hmm. I think it's, it's probably a little more uh i i probably was a little i I maybe took some liberties and on what i said felt a little more comfortable saying certain things which we now know have backfired at certain (laughs) points in time and so i would say i I, at least along the way i would ever i would speak a little more freely um over time right but but at the same time i've learned maybe what i shouldn't say if that makes sense i guess i've I've, yeah i opened up more but learned the hard way you know along that but, journey, so to but speak. But I think it's also hard to say because we play a whole year together without being together, without dating. So I think after that year, we learn how to play together. We learn certain things and we, we get better. So I think it's also tricky to say because if, if we would have been dating from day one, it might have been different, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah, I guess when when you start dating, I guess there's a level, a comfort level that that comes along with that, right? But I that can be a blessing and a curse. That can be both good and bad. Yeah, before he was scared to say anything because right. it's like, what if he leaves? What if she leaves me? Like, right. what if she doesn't want to play? Or, yeah. yeah. So I think he had to be careful. Now he feels like he can say anything, <laughs> <laughs> except for "Are you okay?" Except. Are you okay, Lucy? Everything okay? <laughs> no, no, it's not really about the question. It's how he asks it. Are you okay? 
Do you need a timeout? You like, it seemed like, like, you just missed six trainings at an ad. Like, something's wrong with you. <laughs> Isn't it amazing that that's what she hears just from a simple question? Yeah. Of, Are you okay? No, because right. that question comes after I miss those six things. So I'm like, okay. You yes. could take it as a compliment. Wow, I'm not used to seeing you miss. Yeah, You're right. so good. <laughs> I love it. I love the dynamic of significant others playing together it adds like such such an extra <laughs> element to it yeah and you nailed I'm sure lucy. everyone around us loves it right yeah, oh yeah well and you nailed it lucy when you said it's not what you said it's how you said it right exactly yeah. it's not the words it's the music it's yeah. like you would be like oh sweetheart are you okay just miss couple and i'll be like oh you know i'm sorry i missed it was like are you okay? Like, put it together. Like, I didn't come here to watch you miss six things in a row. Something like that. That's classic. Uh, we have one more question here. Uh, and this is actually number two from Simone. Hey, Ben and Lucy. Uh, here's my question to you. Uh, how do you guys spend all those millions of dollars that you win and uh, prize money? Hmm. Now I have longer answer. You can go first. <laughs> uh, looking for things to buy Lucy for her to then tell me, oh, no, I already got that. <laughs> That's not true. Answer properly. Answer for real. You crazy. Well, we all know it's a, it's a, it's a false assumption question. We're not making millions of dollars. So um, clearly... You know, a lot of us are doing this for the love of the sport. Although Simone, you know, she should tell me what she does with her millions of dollars because I can't keep up with her financially on the pickleball court. So, again, <laughs> not really a fair question, Simone, because we know you're running circles around me on the pickleball court. So um, that's how I would answer that one. Go ahead. And what I do, I like to shop, as Matt said. And Simone knows me too well. That's why she, that was a setup question because she knows I'm going to answer that. So yes, I have a little shopping habit that I like to do usually online or in person or in general. I would say in general. <laughs> or when I'm bored <laughs> or basically anytime I have nothing to do. So, but I'm more like researching. I wouldn't call myself a shopper. I research and look forever and then I make That's a decision fair. eventually. That's fair. So, yeah. If I buy something, I make it count. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah, you buy quality. Yeah. I like it. Well, that was the end of pros asking pros questions. So thank you guys very much. No for more questions. Answers. But. Absolutely. There's a lot of good questions. <clears throat> yeah. Great. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send it back on over to Webby. Yeah, those were awesome questions. By far the most amount of questions that we got in from the pros. So everybody loves you guys. That's awesome. Um, a little bit ago, we had a great question from Ashley and Patrick of Jigsaw Health. And that actually brings us to the next topic that I'd like to bring up. And for anybody that has watched the live streams of the biggest pickleball tournaments recently, has probably seen these videos about 100 times by now, but they crack me up every time I see them. So I wanted to go ahead and play them tonight and discuss them a little bit. So Eddie, why don't we go ahead and roll the clip? Dorothy, I really think you'd like the magnesium. 
Perfect. I'd be happy to get that shipped out to you today. Thanks, Dorothy. You too. Does he do that every time? Every time. Not today. Break's over. You dropped something. That's a wicked backhand. <laughs> oh man, I love those commercials. I, I kid you not, I've seen those, like I wasn't exaggerating, I've probably seen those a hundred times each and it, they crack me up every single time, I love them. How, how much fun how was that making how, how, Oh, it so was, much fun. yeah, we had such a blast that day. Watching her, you have to see like, shh, she was destroying some stuff on the set. Like, it's not like she got it on the first take. So <laughs> the, the people around her were under fire. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just their creativity. Like, you know, like we're bouncing ideas off of each other and just laughing so much as we did it. It and was amazing. Yeah, I mean, it was. After the day was over, we asked, like, when can we do it again? Like, yeah. can we stay longer and do it the same, like something similar next day? It was, <laughs> it was so awesome. Yeah. Nice. They're, they're just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of people assume that, that we're sponsored by Jigsaw Health here. And, and currently we are not sponsored by them. We're just, we're big fans of what they're doing. I mean, it's obvious they're making a huge impact in the world of pickleball. And it's like you said, just like the, the creativity that they have. It's, uh, it's awesome. It's so entertaining. And, uh, and the product they have, like, it's, it's good. Like the, we've, Eddie and I both have, have tried the, uh, the Electrolyte Supreme. Um, I, I have a huge dehydration issue. So like, I've always got to make sure I've got plenty of electrolytes in my system. And if you want a good sugar-free option, I definitely recommend what they've got there. They've got a, a great option there and, uh, they, we're not sponsored by them, but we're just, we're huge fans and, uh, we always like to, uh, promote things that, that we're fans of. So, I mean, just, I think they're, it's a great thing for the sport of pickleball for them to be involved and they're sponsoring a whole bunch of big tournaments this year. So, I mean, it's uh, I think it's a, a great, a great thing for pickleball in general for, for Jigsaw to be part of. And it's awesome that you, that you guys are, are part of it as well. Yes. We are even, even though we are sponsored by them, we still love the product. It's as mad. You can see it's fun to feel good. So <laughs> we love them. We love the product. We love the company. We love everything about them. And we just can't wait to, to go back to Arizona and do some more stuff. Yeah, so I mean, please come invite us back. Okay. So, yeah. What's, what's unique about them is, um, yeah, the, the, their products are great, and I think everybody knows that, and those are speaking for themselves. But, like, the people that, that run that business, they, they really are just genuine people, and they've become very good friends of ours quickly. Um, and, you know, so I, I we're, we're very, very, very fortunate uh, to have made that relationship with them. So um, that's not a shameless plug either. That's just saying that's it, – it's a great company run by wonderful people. Absolutely. <clears throat> Just had one quick uh, thing I wanted to throw out there. It looks like Patrick Sullivan says that he's looking forward to making more vids with you guys. So that's good. 
Oh, nice. Awesome. Pickable yes. cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see more of those videos. Uh, and we actually have a comment here from Laura McLaughlin. And she wants to know, is Lucy's favorite Jigsaw commercial the parody that she did of her? Have you have you seen that? <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> like, I was, I think, one of the first people that saw it. And I was getting messages from people. They shared it. And I think Patrick was one of them uh, who shared a video. And I, it was amazing. And it was so creative. And I was cracking up. I was laughing way harder from, from her parody than, than from my commercial. So, <laughs> it was so, so good. I think... I, th- I think we need to have like parody contests who who can oh that'd be good who can be the best yeah I, that, that'd be real good so you know, I'm I'm practicing my come on <laughs> so we'll see how that goes well, you just uh, you got my interest I love a good parody I love a good competition so I'm definitely on board but if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about you've got to check out the live with Lauren <laughs> Facebook page uh, she has a, a great she has a great video spoofing the uh, the Lucy commercial that we just watched, it's pretty spot on and epic. <laughs> yes. Uh, one more quick comment just came up here. As I was on the screen, I promise I'll, I'll get back to Webby here in a second. But this is uh, from somebody by the name of Kyle Yates. I, I don't know who that is. Who's that? Uh, but he who says, you two have been playing together for about five years now. How do you keep <laughs> the fire in the relationship? Ooh. That's a... Uh... Hmm. That's a very good question coming from Kyle. Surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. Oh boy, that's a that's a pretty personal yeah. off the court question. Wow, uh, Kyle. Right? <laughs> I would say, how about on the court to uh, get the fire? I'll just ask her if, if she's okay. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I think it's also because we don't spend too much time together. So when we actually go for pickable tournaments, we uh, we hang out quite a bit and we're there. So yeah, that's a good. That I mean, because yeah, otherwise I think we would get sick of each other eventually. Yeah, so, I, mean, I have a kind of a yeah. you know corporate day slash desk job and and you kind of know what the hours look like with that and she's working a lot of times in the evenings like we talked about and so during the week there's we don't get to spend a lot of time together so I think when we do see each other we appreciate it and value it a little bit more and Mm -hmm. so I I do think that helps a lot and somebody just commented that Kyle is looking for love advice (laughs) Simone yeah Simone (laughs) nice but yeah, I do think there's uh, definitely something to that. Like, if the fact that you guys don't spend like every waking hour together, I think that I think that definitely helps. Because I think uh, I feel like no matter who you are, like if if Eddie and I spent every waking hour together, we would probably hate each other <laughs> for sure. <laughs> sure. I mean, sure. we only see each other three times a year, and we get annoyed with each other from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> No, but we, we have a great we have a great partnership here as far as the everything we're doing together. I mean, we we have our disagreements, but I think uh, I think we mesh well together. Not to get too cheesy and too sentimental here, but uh, I love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Does he complete that, you? That, that was super awkward. But... 
Yeah, that was, that was very weird too. I kind of wish. Yeah, I wish I would have. Uh, yeah. Wish I would have left that thought in my head and not said it out loud. But here we are. It's, uh, I don't know what to do with my hands. Uh, yeah. yeah. Very well, weird. So Eddie, what what do you got on your end? <laughs> uh, nothing. I just wanted to come over here and talk about how awkward that was. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I love. I love the fact that we're drawing even more attention to what just happened. That's perfect. I love it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, anyways, let's let's move right along here. So, as most people know, uh, you're both sponsored by Onyx. Do you mind talking a little bit about how that partnership came to be? Not at all. Go ahead. You can. Okay. Yeah. So we um, this would have been in November of eighteen. Yeah, November of eighteen. Um, the the partnership started, and I mean. They have just been, they have been awesome from day one. I mean, they, they're, first of all, it, it, it's, it's a large company owned by Escalade, but they, it has a very uh, familial feel to it because it's in a, you know, it's in Evansville, in Indiana, and you feel those Midwestern roots, which are, you know, that's what I grew up around. And so that was the first thing I really noticed. Um, we, we went into development immediately of the Premier Paddle, and I mean, they really did whatever it took to, roll out a well a premier top of the line paddle that we think competes with any paddle in the marketplace i mean it we developed that for months and months together i'm i can be a bit of a perfection perfectionist on those a things little bit. and i mean any any negative feedback i would give or any little um tweak i would want to do on the prototypes they would they would do it um you know and so we got to a point where we felt great about the paddle they've been supportive of us from day one um, just everything about them, it's just been, it's been a great relationship and we've been very, very lucky that, that we found them and, and that we have them in our corner. So Lucy, I, I agree. No, we are, we've been really happy and really, as Matt said, we can't say one bad word mm -hmm. and we're just fortunate that we have them and they give us great paddles, great products. They're awesome people. So we are just so happy to represent them on and off the court. Yeah. And, and what they did with the Dura, I think was awesome. I mean, I love the fact that now they, they've added the Dura ball to their product portfolio. Um, I mean, we, we, the best we, ball in the market. we strongly prefer the yeah. Dura. Uh, we'll just, we'll leave it at that. We think it's the, the premier yeah. ball, ball in the marketplace by a wide margin. And so everybody knows Kyle Yates supports us as well with that one. Yeah. So, so Kyle, shout great. out to you for the support on the Dura. But, Thanks Kyle. Uh, I, I don't think he's alone in that feeling on yeah. the, on the, on it being the best ball out there. So we oh, were yeah. really excited when that happened. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we, we just couldn't be more pleased and, and, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, there's nothing else to say on that. Nice. Yeah, I feel like it's it's pretty obvious that you guys like feel great about the uh, the partnership that you have because I feel like too many times a lot like maybe not necessarily in pickleball but a lot of pros just in and in sports in general they just go to where the money is and not necessarily a product that they believe in. So it's good like when people like you guys like definitely believe in the product that you're sponsored by. Like it makes a, it makes a huge difference. So I, I love to see stuff like that for sure. And uh, what you were saying about the Duraball, I feel like absolutely a, a huge majority of pro players absolutely prefer the Duraball. Like no matter no matter who they are, I, I like it's very like a very small group of people that prefer anything other than the Duraball when it comes to turns. And uh, I feel like that's there's no no denying that. So yeah, definitely a great acquisition from the uh, from Team Onyx there to get the Dura, no doubt about it. 
Yeah, and and I think it sent it sent their signal to the marketplace that they're they're in this thing for the long haul. You know that that's a big investment to make, right? And um, so that made us feel good as well. Not that we ever questioned it. I, I I wasn't suggesting that at all. But it just when they go in there and make an acquisition like that, it just it, it makes you feel good that okay, you know this is a company that's in it for the long run. They're going to be they've been supporting us for the last year and a half. They'll continue to support us. This is this is a good thing for everybody involved, and we and we try to support them. Uh, and represent the brand as best we can as well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, so I don't, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I got a couple more questions for you. Uh, one of them, sure. uh, it's for both of you. I'll start with Lucy here. What would you say is one of your favorite pickleball moments so far that involves both of you? And then what is a, a memory or a pickleball moment that you think is one of your favorite that did not involve both of you? So, I think from our mixed, it would be the first time at the U.S. Open when we play and we won the 19 plus. I think that will be like I will remember that forever. It was, it was just we didn't really know what we what we are doing, but we won. And then that may surprise Matt, but I think the first time we won a major, it was at TOC because we were in the finals before and nationals at U.S. Open, and the first time in Utah. We won our mix, and that was that was a great feeling. And then we, and yeah, I think that was the first time we won a major, and it was just like, okay, now now we are, that, that, that's for real now. So we won. So I think that was that was those two were definitely the moments I will remember forever. And also third one when we won at uh, at nationals in in Tennis Garden, that was just the venue and the atmosphere and everything was just so awesome and. Winning with Matt it was great, so I will remember those moments for for sure forever. And then from my from my women's doubles, I was I think the most the most special moment was winning U.S. Open with Arena. That was the first U.S. Open I've ever won because we didn't win it in mix yet, and uh, it was just me and her, like we really wanted it, and we just performed and we won. So that. Really, that felt special. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and, and for me, she she just nailed the three the three matches that we. Those would be my three favorite and, and most memorable mixed matches for sure. And oddly enough, the the first mixed aged we won at the U.S. Open for some reason that that will always hold a special place for us. I think because we didn't really know if we belong. You know, could you know we thought we'd compete at the highest level, but it it just I guess that confirmed us. It confirmed it, and it was still all new to us. And so that I think that'll always hold a special place. And then um, winning winning uh, the the 2018 U.S. Open with Kyle was was really cool. That was you know that that center court atmosphere is always a lot of fun. And so that's that's a special win for sure. And then winning nationals with Daniel uh, just before that, Daniel Moore, um, you know that w- that was a good one too. Uh, and then the couple hard losses too when uh, we had match point Dave and I did on on Kyle and Ben that's the one people talk about all the time where we had some match points and had a couple epic points one of which Kyle lobbed me and and uh, they came back and and beat us that one that one will always sting a little bit so Kyle you can always have a little grin uh, for that one and then uh, when Jack Oxler and I went to the first US Open and we played Wes and Dan 
in the semis and we lost 12-10, 12-10. And it was just a grueling, epic battle with just long physical points. And uh, we were so close and, and I wanted, you know, in retrospect, I would have loved to have gotten to the final with Jack. That would have been really, really cool because Jack's a very close friend of mine. So a couple points away, but it, uh, we didn't quite get there. But those are some of the, the best memories for me. Nice. Great stuff. And that that lob that you mentioned from Kyle, I feel like in pickleball history, they refer to that as the lob heard around the world, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. That, that one, that one is Lucy. Well, that one hurt. That one stung. No doubt about it. Yeah. I Hell of a shot. But, uh, Hell of a shot. Yeah, definitely. Took a lot of guts. He pulled it off. Whole month afterwards. People just start lobbing him just for fun. Well, people, yeah. <laughs> oh, we, we come back to practice and they throw up a lot and be like, like lob, and I lob. get it and they go, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what nice. people don't, if you go back and watch that match, what people forget is the point before. Kyle sped it up on me. It was on a match point and I, I reflexed it inside out. And I when it left my paddle, I remember thinking very vividly that it's over. I hit a winner. And, and in my mind, I thought I did. And he did kind of a... A, a stick save. I think he'll be the first to say it kind of went off his edge guard, hit the net and tripled over and the point goes on and we end up losing it. And then they come back on the next point and he lobs me on that one. So the lob was, the lob was the one that, that everyone will remember. But the, uh, I would say the point before it was a little bit more of the, maybe the, the miracle shot. If the, if you go back and watch it. Yeah. The, that, that was which, probably the, which I'd rather game. not. <laughs> the momentum shift yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah i hear you <laughs> yeah and then and then we were just you could see the we were <laughs> we had no momentum after that it was over yeah after they got that game so it was a great it was a great match for pickleball great night for pickleball yeah definitely a memorable historic night no doubt about that yeah uh so yeah. eddie anything going on on social media well, I just want to say tonight has been the largest interaction we've ever had with comments and questions on social media. So big thank you to all of you guys out there for throwing them in there. I wish I could get to every single one, but obviously we've already had them going for almost an hour and a half now. So <laughs> I'm going to end with one more, and this is going to be the most critical question of the night. Ooh, Are you ready for it? And this yep. comes from our friend Matt Loria. And Matt said... If Bill Nye, Elon Musk, or Michael Costa were the only males available for double pot partners, who would you choose and why? So this is a question for each of you. Bill Nye, wow. Elon Musk, Michael Costa. Okay, so I want to first of all know what the Michael Costa connection is because that's a blast from the college past. Yeah. Uh, Michael Costa played tennis at Illinois, and we were big rivals uh, as a team, Michigan and Illinois. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take Costa just because he's, he goes back to my college days. And so we'll go from uh, uh, adversaries to teaming up and Costa's my guy. All right. And Lucy, what about you? Well, I have to be honest and tell you, I don't know any of these people. <laughs> <laughs> so... Because Michael Costa is obviously taken by Matt, <laughs> I will go with uh, Alan. They're, Plus, they're, they're he's both in the middle. They're, they're both nerdy guys, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I would just take Alan because he's just in the middle sitting there, so why not? <laughs> oh, man. No, no love for Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs> well, if, 
if if Elon's your partner, then he can he could probably get you a, a, a cool car. So get you a nice probably Tesla so. For you, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. we'll take it. <laughs> that's, that's it for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Now I know. <laughs> nice. Well, thanks everybody for all the social media interaction. We appreciate you very much. Uh, so before we say goodbye to you guys, we'd like to give you each the opportunity to say whatever you would like to say to everybody tuning in, whether it's like where people can follow you, what you're up to or anything. The, the microphone is yours. Matt? Well, first of all, thanks to you guys for having us on tonight. Uh, if we didn't get to all the questions, we'd be happy to do a round two down the road. So you, uh, you know where to find us and we're, we're happy to, uh, to do whatever we can to support you guys. So it's been a fun night and we appreciate it. And to everyone else out there, first of all, to the pros, thanks for the good questions. Uh, you know, you become good friends in our lives and, and uh, you know, we're, th this has been a great thing in our lives. Pickleball has, and so is your friendship. So thank you for that. And to all the fans tuning in, thank you as well. Uh, we hope to see you out on the, out on the courts and at the tournaments. And we always enjoy it when people come up to us and introduce themselves and say, hi, that's another thing that's a little, unique versus uh, in a good way versus the tennis world. Uh, I, hopefully that you find the players a little more, I mean, hopefully you find them extremely approachable and, and we like that and we like getting to know the people as well. So please continue to do that. Um, and we have a little visitor here. And we have a little visitor, I guess. Uh, so if you heard oh, nice. color shaking, this yeah. little visitor, Sammy. Yeah. Hi. So this is my rescue, Sammy. So hi. she's she's been patiently awaiting all night. So she's saying hi. And Lucy, anything nice. you'd like to say? Yes. Hi, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Simi. Hi. Okay, we're going to sit here. Okay, so first of all, I would like to say thank you. Thank you uh, to you guys for having us here. It's I was looking forward to that since Florida when we discussed that and Matt got on board, so it was it was a fun night for sure. Thank you for everybody for asking us questions. Thank you, Pros, for recording our videos. We're going to pay you back, so don't <laughs> you worry. We are getting ready, I'm sure, to record some fun questions for you. And also, like, again, as Matt said, like, if you see us somewhere, just stop us, say hi. We are just, like, two, two people, like, like all of you guys, nothing special. So, so just yeah. let's play pickleball and have fun. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, and Ashley just Love said, and, and Ashley just said, hi, Sammy, and we're sending a shout out to, uh, to, uh. Frankie. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, Zoe. <laughs> So those are Ashley nice. and Patrick's two dogs, Frankie and Zoe. So they're miniature schnauzers as well. So we, we hit it off with them too. So okay, we Very look forward nice. to seeing Very you again nice. soon, Ashley. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was uh, Lucy. It was awesome meeting you in person at the Florida Grand Slam. Uh, I'll admit, I was a little starstruck at first, but you were super nice, and uh, right away you made it uh, a lot. Uh, you made it was just a, a very nice interaction, and you're such a nice person. I can't thank both of you enough for being here tonight and Matt hopefully I get a chance to meet you in person very soon especially since we're going to be partnering up in 2021 so we need to yeah exactly we need to, like, yeah. Yeah, we we need to get some, some we need to get some rec games in there you yeah. go well, wait, yeah. I have a question do we have uh, is my video coming at the end or how does that work what's that what'd you say is my video that we recorded coming later today or it's not happening I just want to know oh, if you're it, prepared Oh, so it's not not happening tonight, but don't worry. The no. world the world will see that video very, very soon. <laughs> That's awesome. I can't wait. Uh, it's, uh, it, yeah, it turned out great. It's going to be awesome. 
And so everybody who has no idea what we're talking about, just stay tuned to the Eddie and Webby YouTube channel because there is going to be some great videos from the Florida Grand Slam coming up. And Lucy plays a very big part in those videos. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like this big. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, that's, it's going to be the highlight of the videos. Don't worry. And, and it's probably going to be in, Ooh. it's going to be like, a, it's going to be like a six part. It's going to be like a six part series. And I feel like that video is probably going to be in every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. it's, and it's like uh, four seconds long, so let's stay tuned. <laughs> right? No, it's awesome. It's great stuff. But yeah, seriously, thank you guys very, very much for being here. This has been such a fun night. And like Eddie said, by far the most social interaction we've had so far. And uh, it's just, it's, it's been awesome. Can't thank you guys enough. And uh, I hope you both have a, a great night. Thanks again, thank guys. Let, let's do it again. Appreciate it. For sure. For sure. Round two will definitely right. happen. Ooh. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Nice. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Good night. Good night. All right. See ya. Oh, man. Another... How freaking awesome was that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, just another awesome conversation with two of the top pickleball pros out there. Good people. Yeah. A lot of fun. Social media interaction was incredible. So thank you again to all the people out there. Uh, yeah, that was awesome, man. So much fun. Yeah, seriously, the, both of them are, are two of the reasons why pro pickleball is so awesome. Um, just it, The evidence was there tonight. I mean, such, such great, fun, funny people. Loved it. I loved every moment of it. That's right. You know what else I love, Webby? What's that? Contests and giveaways. Oh, man. That's right. Tonight, we are giving away this very limited edition Eddie and Webby pickleball paddle. It is a top of the line paddle. It is a limited edition paddle. And one lucky YouTube subscriber is going to get that paddle. But before we get to that, I think, uh, Eddie, you have something that we want to bring up that actually means a lot to us. And I think now is a good time to bring that up. Yeah. So Webby and I, we try to be as clear with as clear as possible with our intentions, why we do what we do. And honestly, it truly is a desire for us to be able to highlight the amazing pros that are in the sport of pickleball, to highlight this amazing sport of pickleball for players of all ages and all skill sets to bring a fun side to it. Uh, but also understand that you can balance a professional approach to pickleball without taking ourselves too seriously. And that honestly is our goal. It's our goal with this podcast. It's the goal with our YouTube channel. It's the goal with when we live stream tournaments. And we recently received a comment on Facebook from somebody who has been in the pickleball world for a very long time that honestly, when I read it, it almost brought a little tear to my eye. I don't know about you, Webby, but it was pretty powerful. Yeah, I'm not kidding. It, it gave me goosebumps. Yep. I mean, it was just absolutely incredible. I'm going to go ahead and just throw the comment up here on the screen. And this came from Aspen Kern. And this was right after, actually it was during our live stream of the Florida Grand Slam live from Peak Performance Pickleball Academy. And he said, just want to give a shout out to Eddie and Webby. Their commentary work and videography at the Florida Grand Slam in previous events has been exemplary. They are smart, funny, and know when to talk and when to just let us watch a point. 
I also have to praise the fact that there is no bias pushed on us or pretend to know what the pros are thinking. These guys do it because they love pickleball. The sound production is the best I've heard in our sport. They really listen to their viewers too, which is so rare. So if you haven't, if you haven't, if you haven't been giving their podcast a listen or watching their live streams, do it now. It's highly recommended. And I don't know what else to say, but as soon as I saw that comment, it just, it was, it was so cool to reinforce all of the things that we're trying to do. And thank you, Aspen, for putting that out there, man. We really appreciate the shout out. And it really means the world because what we're trying to do is what is happening. And that's just, that's really cool to see. For sure. Yeah. And absolutely. It means, it means so much to us gave me goosebumps. And like you said, it definitely, uh, it was hard to not get emotional when I first read that. And did I cut away a few minutes ago or you a did. few seconds ago? Yeah, <laughs> I, I accidentally, I accidentally closed out of our uh, live streaming app and, uh, yeah, I messed up. That's the first time I've ever done that during a live show, but wow. that happened. But anyways, thank you, Aspen. We cannot thank you enough that that really, it, it meant a lot to us and, uh, we appreciate it more. I think than you'll ever really know for sure. Thank you, Aspen. What I say, we get to the contest. What do you think? I'd I think say we do it. I've been so excited for us <laughs> to be able to give away this paddle. Oh, Who's going to win it? Uh, we've been building it up for a long time now. And uh, this is the time. So how it's going to work, all of our YouTube subscribers that have a public account that is visible to us and everybody that left a comment on episode 61 of the podcast on YouTube, they are all eligible for this prize. So what I'm going to do is every single person that is a subscriber has a number assigned to them. I have the list in front of me right now, and I have a number what, randomizer app what number on my am I? phone. Uh, I'm sorry to say, but you had to be removed from the list. You are not Come eligible. On. I want that paddle so bad. <laughs> I want it too, but I had to remove our personal YouTube subscription accounts from the list. All right. Um, but here we go. The moment of truth. I have a number randomizer app i'm gonna get i'm gonna tap the randomized button and it's gonna give me a number Ooh. i'm gonna read the number that is assigned to that person so here we go i'm gonna tap get random number here we go the numbers are happening and it's gonna turn red when we have a winner what does that say 281 so number 281 belongs to i don't know if we have a drum roll yeah there we go drum roll Number 281 is Rick Burkhart. Yeah, Rick. So, congratulations, Rick Burkhart. You are the winner of this Eddie and Webby Paddle Tech Paddle. And if you're wondering, this is a Bantam EXL made by Paddle Tech. And this is an awesome paddle. And uh, it's very limited edition. It's got the old school Paddle Tech logo, so this will never be made again. Nothing that looks exactly like this. So, congratulations, my friend! And uh, we will do a post on our Facebook page and in the community tab of our YouTube channel, just so it's uh, announced out there in case you aren't watching live at this moment. That way, uh, we can get your contact information. And congratulations! Congrats, Rick. That's awesome. You're going to love it. I love my paddle over here. Yeah. Yep. I love mine right over there. 
Yes. And uh, I don't know why I'm I'm sad that uh, this second pedal that's in my possession is going to be leaving. Well, Rick, you better <laughs> take care of it. Yeah, you right. better take great care of it, Rick. I feel like this is like a, a child of mine, <laughs> and I am like I'm like the father of this paddle, and I am just giving you my blessing to have possession of this paddle for the rest of your life. That's right. And a big thank you to all of our subscribers out there. Really appreciate you subscribing, getting us over that 1,000 hump. That's awesome. Yes. I can't believe there's actually 1,000 people out there that actually <laughs> want <laughs> right? to watch some of the stuff that we do. It's fun. It still is funny to me, but... You know, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It blows my mind that that many people actually are interested in what we're doing, but I absolutely love it. Uh, thank every single one of you very much. You have no idea how much that means to us. That's right. But Good we actually stuff. have one more very important thing to get to tonight. Do you know what that is? What is that, Webby? This is the conclusion to my training session that I had with DJ Howard, a.k.a. Daniel J. Howard. And I say we go ahead and play that right about now. Nice. Oh, yeah. oh man. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so basically, even if we didn't have the cameras, yeah. I try to be your video camera. Yeah. And here's what I put up, feedback, and then you can take that and internalize it, and then you should feel the feeling. Right? But yeah, you definitely look more confident. It's, the ball is more consistent, but you look more confident, and uh, it's much better control. You control your feet better, controlling the paddle better, which obviously controls the ball better. Right? All right, we just finished a couple hours of pretty intense training. That was awesome. Thank you for spending the time with me today. Hey, you're welcome. I had fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that was great. I learned a lot of very valuable information, stuff that is definitely going to help me immediately. And uh, what would you say to recap what we went over today? What, what do you think were the key things that we went over? Yeah, I think a few things really foundational that stand out to me. One is you have to remember that you have to keep balance stability and rhythm on any shot it doesn't matter where you are on the court doesn't matter what type of shot you're hitting whether it's forehand backhand dinks volleys you have to maintain the balance and stability and rhythm throughout the shot uh, in addition to that remember that pickleball is only three skills receiving the ball sending the ball and then recovering in between uh, you already had done a pretty good job receiving the ball but we made some improvements on how you can send the ball over and then the recovery in between so knowing where to recover and how to recover and basically just remembering to recover at all uh, is, is very, very valuable and beneficial to your game. And you really made good improvements. So that was good to see. Uh, and finally, you know, we made an adjustment to the grip. Okay, From a predominantly backhand grip to more of a continental grip. And we talked about the checkpoints with the, the knuckle and the heel of the hand. So now you're more versatile with forehands and backhands as well as low balls, uh, volleys, and you admitted that you started getting more comfortable with it, which is really good because sometimes it can be very awkward. But, uh, you know, credit to you for trying it, first of all, and then getting comfortable with it. I think it's going to be a huge benefit. Yeah, and it, it felt a little weird at first, but once I got used to it, I got to tell you, it definitely felt like I had, I had better control. I felt like I was returning the ball lower. Yeah. And uh, I'm definitely going sure. to stick with the Continental Grip 
because yeah. I, I like the way that it felt and uh, I definitely think it's gonna improve my game yeah yeah nothing wrong with the the backhand Eastern grip necessarily but it's it's heavy on backhands uh, if we want to be more versatile that continental grip is gonna get you there so uh, that's that would be the recommendation Right. And uh, yeah, you did really well with it. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, this was awesome. Um, I feel like I, I definitely am able to, to recognize the things that I've been doing wrong uh, a lot more so than I could before. And uh, just the, the amount of information DJ gave me today, it's just I, I can't thank you enough because it's, it's absolutely going to help my game. Um, now my, uh, my next objective is to beat Eddie in the next Eddie versus right. Webby match. That's right. That's what this is all about. Oh yeah, for sure. And I feel like with what I learned today, there is absolutely no reason why I shouldn't be successful in that mission. So it's really all on me now to implement everything that we went over today. And uh, I feel pretty good about uh, bringing that Eddie versus Webby championship yeah. back to Michigan where it belongs. Absolutely. But you're a good student. Uh, oh, thank you. Now <laughs> it's just a matter of putting in the time and getting some repetitions. Like I say, keep repping. Um, get out there and do it. Because with the amount of improvement I saw just today, you spend some more time on court and it's gonna happen absolutely yeah dj thank you very very much can't thank you enough uh, but that's gonna do it for today so until next time this is webby not eddie signing off man seriously uh dj thank you very very much for that 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 whole experience was awesome and i still can't believe i was with him for two hours and we had eight different video segments <laughs> yeah. that I was able to make out of that. Like I, like I knew it was great in the moment, but I never had, like I never would have thought that we would have gotten eight awesome video clips out of that. And for anybody wondering, uh, coming soon, like in the next week or two, we are going to post every installment of my training with DJ Howard onto the Eddie and Webby YouTube channel. Uh, and it'll be, there'll be a separate playlist so you can see every single one of the videos anytime that you want. And there was a lot of very valuable information. And I still learn when I go back and watch those videos, things that maybe that I forgot about or things that I realized, yeah. you know what, I, I do still need to focus on that a little more. And it's just very valuable information. And uh, that was great stuff. So thanks again, DJ, for spending that time with me and letting me videotape it. Yeah, great series. I can't believe you got eight videos out of it. Like you mentioned, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and that, that was it was all filmed last May, I believe. So it was like almost a year ago. And uh, still here we are almost a year later, still getting some great value out of it. And uh, it'll, it'll provide great value for anybody else who wants to check out the whole series on the YouTubes. Definitely check it out. Webby, that was quite an amazing podcast. We're going on... <laughs> Just shy of two hours right now. That's incredible, man. What a man! Such a great night. Like every, was, I feel like every episode. I feel like it's my favorite episode yet, and I feel like tonight definitely did not disappoint and keeps that trend going. <laughs> That's great. We brought you two guests, two for the price of one. We had That's an right. amazing contest. We had another installment of the DJ Howard training series videos. Uh, all good stuff. This was episode 62, which means there were 62 of you guys out there right now still watching. And Webby, guess what? What? I love them. I love all 62 I do too. of them. Yeah. I do too. That's awesome. <laughs> well, on that note, I'm Eddie. And until next time, this is Webby, not Eddie, signing off.
して。